previously with the arsonists. Chris is just, like, determined to kill David. Well, is there someone in the study district I could step aside and talk to real quick? You guys got a, you guys got a minute? Lord Gavin needs some of our help, and so I've been agreed to help him out with this uh, really important task. You guys need to go put up a bunch of these posters all around town. That sounds great. David's like, wait, can I be part of this? I really want to be part of this. Uh, yeah, he, he runs down like after these students knocks over a like pile of brooms and buckets and things and it makes a really loud noise he's like screaming he's like quiet quiet please make it stop uh now it's the siren that's gone <laughs> her Just jaw distends and she swallows belgren Um, you guys are able to make your way out of the Byra Estate House, totally unscathed. There's nothing Did here. Did we get stuck at the door? Yes, and then when you when you look, there's you spent a long time trying to uh, push the door open. Um, Yukon's up there throwing all his weight into it, and then uh, and then Court taps him on the shoulder and points out that there's a sign that says pull. No, the the, the whole the whole house is rotted out. You can see that there's pieces of, like, there's trees that are growing through it. There's rocks that are, you know, showing up through the, the some of the floors, like, under the foundation and things things like that. This place has either been here a while or magic has caused the rot to happen a lot quicker. It's not really, I guess you could probably find that out with a nature check, but it's not super important. You start making your way back the direction that you had come. There's no sign of that, that jackass elf. Uh, Elohani, who led you out here. So where would I meet up with them? Um, okay, so you guys are... You head back the way that you came. You get back to the the little pond, right? Where uh, everything kind of went down. Yeah. Belgren's where, Pond. Where I oh, no. My it used to be friend. called Belgren's End. That's Belgren's End. You see there's a couple U-shaped. There's like two support struts with a bar at the top. Um, and there's a bunch of chains hanging from them, and there's there's four different of these contraptions. They're they're all built with uh, these this really solid lumber, and attached to all four of these things are four sirens, which are very clearly um, slain. Uh, there's a whole bunch of guardsmen now, way more than there was, kind of all around this pond. There's a a, a couple other guys who are uh, nearby the pond edge, throwing chains and ropes and things into it. Uh, and as you guys are approaching, someone shout like, uh, there's a lookout who shouts uh, so that someone's approaching. So everyone kind of looks up and puts their hands on their swords, but then they, they see who it is, and Marston runs over. And he, he approaches you guys, and he's like, well, it's real good to see you. I didn't think I'd see y'all again. And since this is where I would have been, you know, back at this point, I'm going to walk up and be like, uh, hey, guys, so looks like we killed your, your uh, sirens for you. What happened here? How did you guys do that? I'll leave the exciting stuff for Marston <laughs> to explain, but basically we kind of just came in here and whooped some siren A. I hope you showed them no mercy. Well, I, I won't lie. It was it was a difficult fight, but it's a lot easier when you cast this spell silence. Then their song don't get you. Was he, was he Western the last time I voiced this guy? I don't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. I'm either. not sold on this accent. Don't Marston's think it was Western. It's such a Western name, though. I can't help it. I think that's the name of the guy from 
John Marston was the guy from Red Dead, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think that's why I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stick with it. I'm I'm going to hold this. I like it. Because I can't think of anything else to do right now. So anyway, so Marston, Marston's showing you guys around the pond and he's like, yeah, yeah, we uh, came out here and, you know, after we chased the, the other gnolls out in the woods, slay them. We came back, found the pond, and there was two sirens, and they were, well, they were fighting over a, a backpack. You know, when we tried fighting them, they, they brought two more sirens out. Don't know really where they're all coming from, but anyway, we, we had to go back and get reinforcements. Y'all been gone four days. What? Four days? Yeah, where the hell you been? Did you go somewhere? We went to the Beria Estate. Have you been there before? The what? The, you drink beer there? I've probably been there. G- Giggles, um, Giggles speaks up. He's like, Marston, what the hell are you talking about, man? We've only been gone like a couple hours. There was some weird, some weird elf dude like came by and was like, Hey, Rattow, come, come with me. We're going to find something. And then we all followed him and then we got stuck in this house. How long were you stuck in there for? Wait, we were all stuck in there. <laughs> Corey, 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 you were with me, bro. <laughs> Giggles, Giggles like looks at court like totally on disbelieving just... What the hell, man? You were there with us the whole time. I was only there in spirit. <laughs> Wait, you're saying we were gone for full, four whole days? Marston's smiling. He thinks you guys are trying to put one over on him. You guys are you guys are real funny, you know that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, where'd you go? Where'd you go to all the way up to Scrawlmanding? Get get drunk on their weird magic meat or something? No, we were definitely... No, I'm going. Um, so how'd you guys find these sirens? He gestures back to the pond, and there are uh, a few people who are, like, surfacing now at, uh, from out of the pond. They're wearing full swimming gear, but the way that they are, the way that they're dressed and some of the, like, uh, sigils on their swimming uniforms denote them as, like, magic casters of the guardsmen for the City of Refuge. Hey, you guys find anything cool down there? Wait, they were searching through a backpack, right? The sirens were fighting over it. Yeah, sirens were fighting over this, fighting over this backpack here. And uh, Marston hands you guys uh, Belgren's pack. I'm gonna take Belgren's pack. Yeah, I'm. I'm real sorry, Valhuris. I know he was your friend. Thank you. Personally, I found him kind of annoying, but you know, that's just me, old Marston. He was the best of dwarves. So I'm gonna look through it. All right, Till, you have to send her your <laughs> your inventory. <laughs> Give me your spit. <laughs> okay. So the one of the swimmers actually motions Marston over, and you hear them talking. And uh, make a perception check as as they're talking, and you're just kind of standing out of earshot. Valharis and Yukon, uh, you guys hear the words tunnel and lake come from the, the swimmer. Um, and then you hear someone else shout, uh, all of you hear this, you hear someone else shout, and the people who have chains and ropes in the water, there's a whole uh, line of people who are tugging backwards on this um, this like line of rope and, and chain that's attached to a pulley system, and they pull a crate out of the water, a crate that is stamped with um, the symbol of Gavin Archer's like mage school or whatever you want to call it. I want to go over and look at what they're pulling out. Okay, yeah, you, you go over and, and there's a, a couple other swimmers who are helping like push the, the crates out of the water and then they dive back down and uh, with the, the ends of the chains and ropes and things um, after the crate gets up onto shore. There's one person who kind of stays behind in the water and they look up at you as you approach. What are these? You what are should... you pulling out? Yeah, what are these? He like looks around at all of you. He's like, well, these are 
are these are the crates that uh Lord Archer wanted you to to come in here and find. I, I think that there's like six more down at the bottom, so we're just gonna try to to bring all of them up without breaking anything. Can we open one? You you ask him that, and his eyes go wide. He's like, "Hey, not my circus, not my monkeys," and he dives back into the water. Ooh. 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 Who wants to open a crate? <laughs> I don't have these tools. I'm guessing it's like the liquid spell stabilizer. Okay, I'm gonna. Well, first, I'm gonna lean into Valerie's. Be like, "Hey, you think you could convince Marston to like let me hang out with you guys? Cause it gets kind of boring just." sitting on a barge okay. i'm sick of that barge anyways uh, can i look at your chest that came out wrong <laughs> whoa <laughs> uh, you <laughs> wait your go party's full here greg Once we figure out what this all is. Um, oh my god. I'm like 30 years old and my face is burning brighter than I could ever <laughs> imagine. I thought it was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I think that makes it better. <laughs> yeah, all, all over again, Grok is flirting with Valerice. <laughs> God, yeah, that's right. Greg <laughs> really did try and flirt with her on the butt. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, I'm just uh, keeping things straight. Playing up to your original character here. Um, yeah, let me talk to Marston, but no more looking at my chest. You can look at these chests over here, figure out what's inside. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those chests. Okay. Marston, Marston's like, first of all, Grok, those are called crates, and second of all, if you want some time off, I've been trying to get you to take some forever. All right. It sounds like I didn't even need to ask him, so uh, I guess you can come along if you you'll be helpful to us. Heck yeah, man. Can we open a crate? Yukon wants to sniff I'm gonna one open it to see if he can smell the spell stabilizer through it. Would that be a strength check to try and open a crate? I mean, yeah, does anyone have a crowbar? I have a great axe. <laughs> I have a bear man with a great axe. I do not. Yeah, so, okay, so let me, before, I will get to that in just a second, Court. Let me uh, take care of this perception roll. Um, Yukon, you, you sniff with your special nose. You're sniffing at this crate, and you don't smell that, like, burning sour stench that you had smelled from the the liquid spell stabilizer before. Uh, however, you do smell enough uh, like different kind of compounds uh, that you know that this box is sealed pretty tightly to the point where you probably wouldn't be able to smell anything that's on the inside. And the wood uh, has either wasn't exposed to the fumes of the of the spell stabilizer long enough to carry any of the scent, or if it had any on it, the water has since washed it away after being, um, you know, in the water for however long it was. What? <clears throat> I say we open one up, see what's inside. I think Court just did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So sorry. Um, Yukon is busy sniffing the uh, the box, and like right next to his nose, Court just goes. Ah! <laughs> 
just <laughs> and crunches into the box. And as soon as he does, uh, you smell that that same smell, but it, it's so strong, um, especially with your nose being so close. I'm not gonna make you go into a coughing fit again, but uh, you definitely smell it uh, to the point where you think that Court may have broken uh, one of the bottles. <laughs> oh man, that's not good. Is that gonna affect your guys' reward? Marston kind of scratches his head and he's like, well, Gavin might not like that, but I mean, it's not like we didn't get his boxes back, so. You know, whatever. Hey, I have an idea. We'll blame it on the sirens. That might actually work. And uh, he grabs a, a rock <laughs> from the shoreline and makes a scrape that like leads down to where Court pierced the box. Uh, and it looks like it could be a, a claw mark. Uh, so like, did the lid come off when he hit it, or like? No, I, I mean he like he could pry it open. He pierced into the box for sure. So you might have to do a little bit more hacking, but you could probably get it open eventually. Oh, I can smell it from here. That's that smell spell stabilizer. Smell smell stabilizer. Smell stabilizer. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, specifically liquid spell stabilizer. Yes, yes. It's got a very familiar stench to it that I can recognize. I mean, you can open the top if you want, but you'll probably just see more of those vials in there. Uh, can I look inside? Like, is there? Is the hole big enough to like look inside? Do you have dark vision? Yeah, it doesn't look like you have it. I do. Hold your breath if you're getting that close. Alright, I'll hold my breath and go over to look into the box. And I have superior dark vision. You look in and you see exactly what you expect to see. There's those vials that you recognize from the shoreline of the Whaling Lake on the side of the lake from the forest where you found that burning wreckage of a merchant carts. So yeah, this this is definitely what you're looking for. Wonder if any of that stuff would be good to have a vial or so on you just in case. what? I don't know, what does it do? Bells come unstable. I said we get this stuff back to where you want it. All right, let's pack it up. And also though, what about this underwater tunnel? Where at? Uh, I don't know if it's underground, all I heard was tunnel and lake. So, hey Marston, did you guys find anything cool down there? Oh, you heard that? Yeah. Uh, it looks like the sirens got some kind of a tunnel system that goes into this pond. It goes to a couple other places we haven't quite scouted yet, but we're looking into it. More specifically, it goes all the way out to the Whaling Lake. Uh, so we suspect there may be sirens out there, which is not great. So we're gonna have to start putting in countermeasures for sirens if they decide to come up towards the city. It's a real good thing that we're all out here, cause uh, normally us as guardsmen don't really come out this far. But man, if we got if we got ambushed by sirens, that could have been real bad for our trade. Yeah. yeah, I'm really glad I'm not gonna be on the barge anymore now that we know there's sirens in the lake. Um, do you guys need help with anything with the tunnel? Well, at least not right now. But you know, we'll get back to you. We'll see if maybe Gavin can uh, lend us some some other kind of maybe magical aid or something. We can come out here. And and close them off or, or scout them. Maybe we can use them somehow, depending on how far in the forest they go. Kind of dangerous, though. I don't know if I want to be underwater in the forest longer than I'd have to be. This place gives me the creeps. You guys got, like, your wagon nearby that we could uh, start loading this stuff up? Yeah, yeah, it's right right over here. And he whistles and a Hank's yanking wagon service rolls up. <laughs> he's an entrepreneur <laughs> yeah you you load up the crates into the cart you get the cart over to the shoreline of the whaling lake on the on the north side 
North Shore anyway. There's a big, a really big barge that they took. Pontoon 516 is the one that you wrote out here on. They, they've, they've taken that back, uh, you assume, probably to get reinforcements. So that one's gone. But there's a big, like, cart barge that's, like, specifically designed to get carts and things on it, on the shoreline. Uh, so help load the cart up into this barge. Yeah, you guys get back to refuge. Uh, there's no, you have no hiccups on the ride out. Uh, Marston just tells you guys a little bit about how they killed the rest of the sirens. Um, they were not able to recover any of uh, Belgren's uh, body. So they're unsure if they got the siren that ate him. All they know is that they found his pack. And you're back at the docks in Refuge. So, like, do you guys just go straight to Gavin, or what do you do when you come back from a mission? It depends. If we need rest, we take rest. If we need supplies, we'll pick up supplies. Myself, I have to stop at the post office and send some of these letters back home, um, but then I'll be ready to head over to Gavin's with you guys. I guess I'll just tag along with you guys. On a side note, was there anybody we should be contacting about Belgrim? I do remember him mention he had a... A cave with some goods up near my hometown, which is actually one of these letters I'm sending back home, telling them that they might want to send some of the protectorate to investigate or look for it. But, cool. And if you guys have been with Yukon long enough, you know he sends these letters back home pretty regularly to his uh, fiance he has there and his other family he still has there. Um, I'm going to go and uh, get a nice little plaque for Belgrun and put it somewhere. He was my good friend. Could give it to a guard to go take out to the lake. To Belgrun's end. Um, is there like a Hanks Yankin plaque service or anything? Uh, yeah, you could probably find that at one of the Hanks Yankin printing services. One of the 12 that's in the city, apparently. Perfect. I'm going to go there. I'm just going to tag along because all I know now is I'm not with Marston anymore. As you as you guys take uh, <laughs> Grok, Marston's like, don't feed him after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> don't get him wet. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to meet up outside of Gavin's place after we finish our errands? What are you doing, Court? Uh, I'm going to apply to get into Lavorian University online. Think you could watch the crates while you do that? Absolutely. There's a little um, dockside tent that's got a sign-up. It's like Lavinor University little sign-up sheets or whatever. It's at the dock. So as the guys are unloading, Court goes over there and grabs, <laughs> grabs the clipboard. Hey, good luck on getting in. I heard it's pretty difficult. If not, there's always ITT Technical Institute. I've heard that Phoenix Online is really good. Do we see uh, posters all over Refuge? Oh, yeah. yeah. So the the posters have exploded. Like, you guys get back. When you left, the posters were pretty much relegated to the study district with all the students. You come back into Burkut Market. Yukon specifically as you're heading to the post office, um, which is located Sabario Market. Yeah, you notice that there are posters reeking everywhere. You know, vote for Gavin, Gavin and Belgren forever, Gavin 2020, or you know, whatever. Gavin eleven eleven, I don't even know. Gavin current year. This Belgren guy seemed like he was pretty darn cool if he's got all these posters up about it with Gavin. Yeah, he was the best. He had a way with the people. Just not so much with sirens. Yukon, you go into the post office and you see the familiar tabaxi uh, standing behind the desk. Uh, he kind of gives you a, a toothy cat smile as you walk in. 
Yukon, my my good friend. Uh, and you you know him as um, Nox to speak is his name. Hello, Nox to speak. How are you? I am very good. Yes, uh, business has been good. There are many people coming in to give me flyers for this Belgren, Belgren and Gavin. Do you know these? Noticed, yeah. Gavin, um, as your employer, yes? Yeah, Belgren was a friend, but these posters are everywhere. Yes, the students have launched into a full-on campaign. It has the Jarl kind of worried, actually. It's very funny. <laughs> well, I'm sure he'll deal with it. But anyways, I have another batch of letters. Send the same address as always. I hand this little bundle of letters that I've been writing over the past however many weeks since I last... Yes, uh, this is a little bit late this time, huh? Yeah, been <clears throat> running around a lot lately. But any uh, mail for me? Anything come in? Uh, yeah, I have. I have this postcard. Uh, it's very strange. Never seen this before. Mostly, it is picture on front, uh, and he shows you. He shows you a picture of of a town that you've only heard about. It's got a bunch of different like drawing renditions of it in quadrants. Uh, that looks very much like. Uh, one section of this town is showing that, uh, like, the whole town is made out of clouds, and then there's, a, a another section that, where the whole town, uh, is, or, like, that portion of the town is, um, like, they look like tiny little volcanoes. Uh, there's another section where everything looks like molehills, and then there's one where the, the town is upside down, so it's, like, inverted in these different quadrants, right? So, the, and, uh, and the title is, uh, Scrawl Demanding. The city of magic. This has come for you from uh, the Scralden Mandin. You have family there? No, I don't. Very intriguing. I've heard of the town, but I've never been. Thank you very much, though. Is there any writing like on it? Uh, yeah. So there's um, it just said there's just a note that says on the backside says um, we're here to support you, and it's signed by Adirondack, uh, which you would recognize that name to be. Someone from your your clan, someone from the uh, Bearkin clan up north. Oh well, thank you very much. Your family's doing well. Yes, I have the the newest batch of kittens. They are born. Oh, I'm sure they're adorable. That's until they shred my couches. Yeah, maybe someday I'll have some cubs of my own. Right now, I really got to get back to Gavin. So you take care of them. I'm sure I'll see you soon. Have have good have good day. I will mail these. Which is what I... This is my job. I should not have to say this. I am going to narrate all that I do. I am turning around now. And he's like... He's being facetious at this point. Okay, I'm walking I'm, away to the back. I'm walking out the door. Uh, good to see you. I'm leaving too. Take care. Uh, I am definitely going to go buy a couple vials. And then take that. <laughs> and I'm going to get some of this gosh dang spell stabilizer i don't know what it does i just want some okay you're able to find uh one very there's an apothecary in burkett market they have glass vials do you want and it's a it's a woman who almost looks like a hag but then you realize she's just a really ratty looking elf how's it going ah uh, yes you are to buy my my drinks my spells my potions uh, uh, you've come to visit the great florence Hourborn. You know, I kind of lost my nerve, but I came here for just some vials. Oh, vials. Yes, you would you like the vials of. Why do all my characters speak the same way? You would like to have these vials of 
water breathing yes i can see it in your eyes uh minus the water breathing no really just no, the vial you, you like the water breathing yes well no <laughs> just just Take the water breathing. Uh, I I really can't afford the water breathing. I think I can only afford the empty ones. Surely a giant stone as yourself likes to be in the water. No, I'm too big. I just sink. <laughs> I'm gonna follow him into the store and see what's up too. She might like your water breathing, considering your friend just you know died of yeah. that sort of thing. But really, I just want. Like a few glass vials. Hey Florence, how's it going? Oh, another, yes. You are here for vials as well, yes. You would like this one. It is, this is, has the powers of hiding. Hiding? Yes, you are, you are one from hiding, yes. Isn't that right, Brightness? That one actually sounds kind of cool. You might want to consider that one way better than what she offered me. What'd she offer you? Something about breathing water sounded really dumb. Breathing water? What's that one about? I imagine I could just go for, you know, like breathe underwater in the bathtub or something. Do you think we need any of this? That hiding one could definitely be cool to have. I actually don't know how much money I have. How much are these, Florence? Yeah, I don't actually show any money on my character sheet, so... I may be doing her dishes or something. <laughs> <laughs> I can sell you these for 10 gold a piece. The empty vials? I just want the empty vials. No, the, <laughs> the water breathing, silly. I just want the wa the empty vials. You can sell her the hiding one and give, sell me the empty ones. Do you have any uh, cool package deals? Is this a kind of monster package deal? I have not fought a package deal before. Like if we buy a couple, can we get it for a cheaper price, do you think? Oh, you mean group pricing, yes. I... I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you want to buy in bulk, go see some some uh, mediocre hack like Gavin Archer. She's getting mad. Uh, How much for just the empty vials? She, she picks up a, an empty file and just throws it at Grok's head. Can I get... I caught the file. <laughs> You're acrobatic. Um, can I get one of the breathing underwater potions and one of the hiding potions? So you should find both of them from you. You want both the potion of invisibility and the potion of water breathing? Yeah, why not? I was just thinking I'm missing something and it's definitely wine. Um, yeah, so so it's 20, 20 gold to buy both of them. Can we get a couple of extra vials, too? For one more gold? Okay, fine. You drive a hard bargain, lady, but I'll take it. I don't know if this is not your first language, but it's pronounced barge, not bargain. I drive a barge? Is that some kind of weird thing that you have? No, no, you're, uh, you're wheeling and dealing. I have wheels in the back. Would you like to look at these? No, 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 no she, means, she means, like, you're really sticking it to her. I'm not- I'm not armed! I'm gonna leave and without saying goodbye, and I'm gonna go back down to the docks just to get my samples. Okay, yeah. Um, she gives you five files for one gold. Empties. Um, okay, so 
As you guys are leaving, uh, Yukon is finishing up at the post office. We go back to Court, who is uh, with a very peppy university representative at the docks. <laughs> oh boy, howdy! It's sure good to get some new people coming to this school. Are you excited to study? What do you want to major in? It's a little, uh, a little tiny gnome. Oh boy, you could probably reach it real good. My ass is way low to the ground compared to most people. So, uh, what, where are you, where do you hail from, citizen? None of your business. You're kind of crusty, huh? Well, we could probably use a little bit of crust at Lavinor, you know? I'm always saying people are too, too happy just like me. Ha ha! Anyway, I'm really excited because I just came from a big rally. What was the rally for? Oh, you haven't heard? We're, ho we're hosting rallies all around the, all around the city. To uh, try and get the Jarl kicked out of his position and get Gavin and Belgren all, you know, voted in. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and he kicked the Jarl. <laughs> I decided I like you now. So I need you to get all your friends together and get both. You want me to go get Belgren? Sure thing, boy. Howdy, where is he? Did he come on, come in on the barge with you? Yeah, you should totally go check. Oh, great! And he like <laughs> scampers over to the barge where the guardsmen are, and, and you see him like looking around all expectantly, and, and his face is all like bright and happy, and he's like looking around, and he doesn't see, <laughs> he doesn't see Belgren anywhere. And slowly you see his face like starting to fall, and then um, he taps one of the guardsmen on the shoulder. Uh, and the guardsman turns around and you see him, you know, like, mouthing something and then the guardsman says something back and his face just, <laughs> just crumples. And he walks back to you and he snatches the clipboard out of your hand and he's like, go find someone else. And he, like, just walks away all dejected. Hey, Court, I got my spell stabilizer, so, like, do you want to go? Uh, you grab the mate, you grab the clipboard from him back with Mage Hand. And, uh, and he just lets it go, like, he, and he's just, like, his head is hung, and he's just walking away. Yukon walks up at about this time. What's up with that guy? Pretty sad recruiter, if you ask me. Being a real jerk, really. Well, I guess I'm not going to his university. You guys ready to head back to Gavin? Oh, hey, Yukon. Yeah, I'm ready. Don't tell him I took some of his spell stabilizer, though. Yeah, so there's, like, this weird tussle for a, <laughs> a potion, um of spell stabilizer uh grok comes away with a whole potion bottle are you gonna fill up your vials and then put it back i'm just filling up my vials all right you you crack the wax seal on the potion bottle and pour to fill up your vials and then uh put it back it was like i was never here okay i'm ready to go guys did i ever get my uh belgren plaque Oh, crap. We never did that, did we? You go... Okay, you go to the Hank's Yankin printing service. Yankin Hank Jr. is in there. And he's like, Good morrow, my my brightness. Welcome to Hank's Yankin printing service. Hey, Hank Jr. Thank you. What is it that I can be doing for you today? So, I need something really special made up. I need, like, a plaque. Do you guys make this? Of course. We make memorial plaques all the time. Awesome. Okay, so I need one made for my friend, Belgren. Um, When can you have it done? I can have this done for you. And He, like, looks at his watch, and then he licks his finger and, like, pokes his eye. 
And then he turns around in a circle and he's like, I can have this done for you in 30 minutes. Oh, awesome. Thank you. How much will it cost? You work for Gavin, right? Yes. Could you do me a favor and get me a hearing with him? I've been trying for months and he seems to always be unavailable. What do you need a hearing for? I just need him to look over my spell inventions. Oh, yeah, he might be interested in that. I'll put it in a good word for you. I will take that as my payment. Awesome. Thank you so much. Okay, so what do you think is appropriate? Is in memory of Belgrin, the uh, best of dwarves, the worst of dwarves, um, RIP? Is that good? What do you think? Oh, that seems a little macabre. Actually, I think I'm using that word wrong. Uh, horrifying? It just seems a little... <laughs> what do people Elia, want just it? a wee bit grim. The best of dwarves, the worst of dwarves. It just seems... Um, I'm assuming this person's dead. I'm just like very upset that he died. So I don't really know how to deal with it. I mean, we could just put on the plaque, Here lies Belgrin. I'm very upset that he died. How about we put here swims Belgrin? Caution, sirens beep you. <laughs> 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 All right. So I want to label this um, area Belgrin's End because it's going to be where he was uh, sadly went to his watery grave. Belgrin's End, here swims Belgrin. Uh, caution, sirens may be present. If you hear the song, it's too late. Hopefully they see the sign before they hear the song. And hopefully they stay out of that area. Aren't they going to go into the area to read the sign? Or are you trying to put the sign at the edge of the of the area? Uh, sign at My the edge of the area. My voice gets so deep all of a sudden. That was so strange. <laughs> we'll put it uh, where uh, people can see it before they get into the area. So they'll know about the Great Belgrin and then they'll also know to stay away so they don't get like them him i think we can do that uh so i'll be back in like half an hour to pick it up yes yes sir i can have a runner bring it to you have a wonderful day brightness and i'm gonna walk out and go meet up with everyone else all right you all meet up back at the docks uh so i think valharis you probably roll up right around the time that grok is punching through a box and grabbing a thing of spell stabilizer as i come back i'm like holding up one of the vials and like giving it grinning and giving it a thumbs up what are you going to do with that uh i actually don't even know what it does but if gavin wanted that much of it you know i just figure might be nice to have in the future maybe maybe you guys could ask him what it does all right are we good to head back to gavin and deliver the rest yeah i think i'm ready i'll have to catch <laughs> up with you guys later i gotta finish filling out my application do you want to bring the application with you and we can deliver it later? Uh, fine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, let's get going. So you guys get to the Archer Tower. Uh, and as you're kind of coming up to the edge of the moat, you see David kind of off in the distance uh, playing with some shiny rocks. Um, and he looks up and he sees you guys and he's like, oh, they're here, they're here, they're here, they're here, they're here. And and uh, he starts running off into the like towards the study district, just shouting, "They're here! They're here! They're here! They're here! They're here!" And he's just like speeding his all as he's gone. He seems to really like you guys. He's a good kid. <clears throat> You'd probably like him, Grok. If you see any purple ants around here, it's his doing. 
I tried one of those once. It tasted kind of funny, like blueberry. Don't ask me why I was eating ants. I was really bored. Um, I'm not going to ask because you just told us why. I guess I did. All right, you go into Archer Tower. Um, it's... It's pretty quiet in here. There's a, there's usually like a lot of um, a lot of like ambient noises. There's some noises from machinery that he's got in the, in the tower. There's other noises like from spells that are like flitting around and, and like doing things. You know, as he's he's constantly experimenting with different wards and things like that. Other other types of magic. Um, so it's not super uncommon to hear different things around the tower. Now today it's pretty quiet. There's a loud ticking sound going on, like a big clock is running. Um, and that's that's like, uh, he's always called that his tower's heartbeat, um, just because it is, there's a big machine down at the very bottom of the tower that makes that clicking sound. Do you find Gavin in one of his studies, uh, one of the like 35 billion studies he's got in this place, and he's he's hunched over one of his um, like ledger books or something, uh, writing something furiously in it. He's talking to himself um, as he's, he like, sounds like he's dictating to himself what he's supposed to be writing and um, something you've seen him do a lot. It's a very uh, occupied guy, so as he's put it before, uh, my thoughts just tend to spill out of me sometimes. Anyway, he looks up when you guys come in, and he, he kind of cracks a smile, and he's like, All right, all right, you're back. It took you took you a few days. It's a little bit longer than I had been expecting, but that's all right. Payment is promised. Uh, and he, as, uh, he like, walks out to go inspect the, um, the cargo. Are we following him? Yeah, some sirens uh, got a hold of your, your stuff. So, like, the broken ones... That's their fault. Sirens, fascinating. I didn't know we had sirens in the forest. Speaking of, you know, I don't know if you noticed, but Belgrin's gone. So he kind of he kind of goes hmm, and he like looks around and he goes one, two, three. There's four of you when you came. There's four of you. Oh, you, oh yes, you, I've noticed that one of you was much taller than before. What happened? What? uh... What went on down there? That's right. Belgrin was transformed into a fur blog. <laughs> fur blog? <laughs> a, fur, a fur blog where they blog about all the different fur coats. Sorry, that's a Barrican thing. We keep that. God. <laughs> um, actually, Belgrin was uh, taken by one of the sirens. He was eaten alive. Wow, I'm very sorry to hear that. Are you all doing okay? Um, I'm a little sad, you know. It's a long journey back without a friend. I've never been good at this part, but here's your payment. You know, Belgrin's gone, but like, I'm here now, so... Yes. You know, I suppose I, I do owe the guardsmen all uh, some kind of a payment. Grok, I will um, tell you what, I'll pay you as well, and the rest of you can split Belgrin's earnings amongst yourselves. No wonder everyone's so happy with Well, being a ward mage has its perks. Yeah, so like, what's going on with the... Are you, are you and the Jarl not friends anymore? Like, what's happening? I saw all your posters. His eyebrows, like raise up into his hairline which is non-existent by the way he's just like looking at you guys he's like me and the jarls what what on earth are you talking about yeah you got a bunch of bunch of posters that say uh belgren gavin and belgren kind of like some sort of i don't know like it's getting everyone riled up everyone seems to be wanting to get rid of the uh jarl and put you in power now 
kind of rubs the back of his neck. He's like, I haven't left the tower since I sent you all away. There's something going on. And you guys are outside at this point. He's like looking around. He's like, is there something going on that I should know about? Yeah, I think you should go walk through the study district. You'll get a pretty good idea. All right. Well, maybe I'll do that later. There's work to be done. Uh, and he just kind of starts digging into the the uh, crates that you guys have brought back. Uh, the guardsmen who helped you guys escort the crates to the, the tower, are, are they're gone at this point. Gavin, you should also know that the sirens have tunneled their way into the lake. So any lake shore might not be safe anymore. I'll have to see what I can do. Harder and harder to get shipments at this point. The bandits in the north. Yeah, Marston said something about they might try to investigate them to see if there's any use out of those tunnels. Uh, but in the meantime, don't get too close to the water. They might need more help, more magic help as well. So if there's anything you can think of. I was also wondering what the spell stabilizer does. Well, it's got many uses. Mainly, I, I use it to help... Uh, make my spells more permanent it helps me enchant items it helps me how do i put this make spells corporeal at times depending it's got it's got lots i could go into more detail uh, although i'm afraid that unless you're an artificer you may have trouble following along um yeah go into those details i'd love to hear them <laughs> it's, it's, okay wait hang on First, they take the Dinglebop and then smoosh it out with a bunch of schleem. The schleem is then <laughs> no. repurposed for later batches. Okay, cool. Um, also, I was wondering, I, I made a friend, uh, Hanks, Hanks Jr. Do you think he has a few ideas for spells? Did you want to talk with him? Ugh, Hank. I've been avoiding the Yankers forever. <laughs> <laughs> Hank Jr. has been trying for quite a time. I... I don't know. He's trying to get my ear. He thinks he has these great ideas. What you say he wants an, he I know he wants an audience. What um you told him you'd get one? Um I told him I'd mention it. So, it's up to you, but it would uh improve my standing in the community if you help me out. All right. You know Gavin, you may not want to, but sometimes you just got to grin and bear it. <laughs> That's quite enough from you. I'd really appreciate it, though, Gavin. Help me out. Um, after all, he did make the placard for Belgrad. And maybe he might have a good idea. Well, okay. I'll set up a meeting with him. I'll do that. I'll push it to next week so I have time to prepare my sensibilities for this meeting. I also need to talk with you, Gavin. What have I done? Is everything all right? Yeah, everything's all right. I just, I don't know if you remember when I came here three years ago talking about the object that went missing and you told me to give me some sort of leads and to be honest I feel like I'm kind of spinning my wheels here in refuge you haven't really given me much I think it's time to fess up and tell me what you know about it make an insight check please I got a nine he just looks like you know he he looks annoyed I'll put it that way he's like yes you can't I know I know and I'm sorry and I hate to keep pushing it off I promise can I can I okay and he stops he's like he sets down the potion on the clipboard he was working with. And he like takes a breath and he looks at you and he's like, I promise we will have this discussion before your next assignment. But right now, I really need to get to work on this. It's time sensitive. There was already quite a delay with uh, my, my plans going forward just with the loss of the, the shipping. Now that you have this here, I really need to get this down and, and get back to work. Very well. That'll be okay. 
Is there anything else? Did you find anything strange while you were out there? Um, we went to the Beria estate. We were told to go there by one of your messengers. One of my messengers? Was that not from you? Uh, yeah, he was an uh, elf. I think he went by uh, Elohani. Elohani? I didn't really like him, if I'm honest. He's like, he's looking around and he's, he looks really confused. I never, I, the last thing I did was send you all to go look for the shipment. I, I haven't talked to anybody. You saying somebody came out there and, and said that they were representing me? Yes. That's what waylaid us for four days. We went to the Beria space. Let's see. He uh, walks over to a bookshelf and he starts flipping through like different big tomes and things until he comes to a, like a genealogy book or what looks like a genealogy book of some kind. Uh, and he's, he flips through it for a bit. He's, uh, ah, yes, okay. Yes, it appears the Byra family was... It's... That can't be right. They're dated back before the time of the Legend of Dustfall. That seems strange. You went to... You went to a pe some ruins in the... In the, uh, in the forest? You found some ruins? If I'm reading this correctly, it looks like the Byra estate is, uh... Is older than... Well, than the city. Well, they weren't exactly ruins when we were there. Some rooms were all messed up and torn apart, but some were looked as good as new. Definitely some weird magic going on there. What kind of magic? You're asking the wrong person there, and I look to look to court. He's totally forgotten his um, spell stabilizer at this point. He's like, he's looking at you guys enraptured. What kind of magic was out there? The, the forest is, I mean, that's my whole job here is to keep magic out. So what kind of magic were you experiencing in, in some old ruins in the forest? I'm very curious. Apparently there were heavy illusions. We bought some skeletons, some zombie type things. We had to solve some riddles. And then what were the things we fought in the basement? They were like uh, half lizard, half people. They were, <laughs> oh, were they uh, snakes? Yanti, yes, thank you. Growing up, we always looked at those creations and referred to them as the creator by the way i do want to make one quick adjustment the yuan t in this world what what is known as the yuan t in the regular monsters guide uh, uh, i've been calling them corianid this changes a lot we ended up killing them though they just attacked us without any conversation or anything their bodies may still be out there we didn't bother bringing them back did you bring anything back from from this this set of ruins? You know, you seem pretty busy, so maybe when we talk later, I'll let you know. I want you to roll maybe perform roll performance for me. Cause I don't think you're deceiving him so much as you're trying to put on a face. Oh, persuasion you've got way more okay. Yeah, roll the one that you've got the better score in. So uh we'll take that persuasion roll at nineteen. Um, he, he just, he looks super chagrined. He's like, oh, yes, of course, time sensitive, right? Thank you, Yukon. Let's, let's revisit this. I would very much like to discuss the ruins. The forest fascinates me. But I will let you get back to it. Thank you for bringing me this shipment safely. I rely on this. No problem. Thank you for, uh, payment and for taking that later appointment with King Junior. Um, is there anything else you need help with? Uh, just, if you can, tell David that I need to see him soon. Okay, if we run into him, we'll, we'll let him know. Thanks, Gavin. Yeah, thanks. And I guess we leave. <laughs> what are you guys going to do with your gold? I don't know. I'll probably buy, like, a new uh, headdress or something. Probably What are you going to invest it in? Uh, I heard there's this craze around Beanie Babies. That's <laughs> 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 Uh, okay, yeah, you guys step out of the tower. 
you are met with uh, pretty empty streets. Uh, I want all of you to roll perception, uh, hearing based. I, I don't remember if Yukon gets a bonus on that. No, just smell. Oh, wow. Valharis, you spot some people uh, kind of down towards the study district who are like uh, laughing as they're kind of running in the direction of the Commonwealth district. Uh, but otherwise, the street is totally empty, which, um, you know, this is the student area for Lavinor University. Uh, so it's usually pretty bustling. Seems pretty quiet. I wonder what's going on. This is weird. I don't know what's happening. Where should we go? Do you see anything? Some people are heading towards the Commonwealth. Should we go over there? I'm down. Let's see what's up. Is that where uh, little David ran off to, too? Uh, he ran off to the study district. Okay. Which is where we're at now, okay? Yeah, it does seem unusually quiet around here. Okay, here we go. You guys start heading towards the Commonwealth District. Um, as you get closer, uh, through the, at least you're walking through the study district, right? You're walking towards the gates into the Commonwealth area. David comes running around a corner, and he's like, you're here, you're here, you're here, you're here. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, come on, come on, come with me, come with me. You need to see this, you need to see this. Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. David, 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 hold on, hold on. He starts, like, scampering away as, like, Yukon grabs the neck of his shirt. And yeah, he goes, huh? with you. <laughs> Why don't you tell us? Where to go? We'll go take a look, but you need to head home and speak with Gavin, okay? Uh, I, I just really, I'm so excited. I just really want to show you this. It's so, so exciting. And he like, he hands you two giant handfuls of something. And when you look, it's a bunch of shining rocks. And he's like, I need you to hold these. I gotta go. It's so exciting. And he starts trying to run for the Commonwealth District again. Uh, I'm going to follow. Wait, I'm going to hold on to him. <laughs> Oh, that so he's he's literally like his feet are slipping but he's still like trying to run but he's not he's just staying in places like a cartoon and then he finally looks back he's and he just kind of fine i'll go talk to i'll go talk to gavin says this is lame i wanted to be there for the surprise hey where's belgrin belgrin passed yeah. away passed away did he he move he wasn't able to come back from our last adventure he's gonna be waiting for us on the astral plane is that what they're calling the forest? Did he stay out there in the forest? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. This, this is called Asa Brings Down the Mood. Yeah, I think Gavin can explain that. I think oh, that's okay. what Gavin wanted to talk to you about. So well, you better. Well, just make sure that you tell him all about the surprise, okay? I will. You said it's in the Commonwealth? Yeah, yeah. It's down uh, kind of by the, the, the manor cloister down there. And do you want me to hold on to these shiny rocks for you? Or did you want to hold yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can. I don't have enough pockets for them. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Bye. I'll and keep like, them safe. I let them go. <laughs> okay. As you guys head down into the Commonwealth District, you enter through the gates. And as soon as you cross the threshold of the portcullis, uh, you start hearing uh, what sounds to be a large crowd. And there's actually a lot of kind of light. It doesn't look like fire. Like the city's not on fire. Um, but there's definitely like a lot of um, flashing lights and torchlight and stuff uh, coming from south, like towards the Saba Seclusion Manor Cloister. I'm going to head over, check this baby out. I have a suspicion it's torchlight. As you get closer, you can indeed confirm it is torchlight. Uh, as you get closer to this area, you're noticing that uh, there's a rally going on. And there's a podium set up or like a, like a small stage set up where someone is uh, on the stage shouting really uh, enthusiastically and the crowd is just going wild. There's probably like 10,000 people like in this this sort of like square 
um, which I didn't really illustrate on the map, but there's a big open open space. Uh, there's a bunch of guards posted around uh, this, this stage area. And as you get closer, you can see that what is happening is a political rally as you find lots and lots of posters for vote for Belgren and Gavin. No, there's just like, there's all this chanting going on like, Gavin, Gavin, Gavin. Is the who's on the race podium? Can we tell? Or is it no one in particular? Just... It's no one in particular, but he looks like he's probably a student. Actually, the rest of you, except for Grack, would recognize this student as one of the guys that Belgren had, had paid to um, like first put out posters. Um, and, and as you get closer, you hear this speech echoing out. The guy's just like, the first time I met Belgren, he asked me to put up some posters of him and he paid me money. And everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Since then, Belgren has become a staple to our society. And there's more. Yeah. Uh, and just other like non sequiturs are being shouted and and he's like dancing around the, clearly this kid has some charisma to him so uh the crowd's all riled up and as you guys get a little bit a little bit closer you notice like not only is there a contingent of guards who are like kind of uh make insight check uh one insight check all y'all as you're looking at these guards as you're approaching i can't roll for check yeah grek and val valheris i think you guys uh probably are worried that these guards are about to start like mowing down students uh yukon and court you guys recognize that these guards are nervous because there's a lot of energy in this crowd right now but they don't look none of them are like they're not standing with their hands on their swords or anything like that that maybe there's some archers kind of on the rooftops just like keeping watch making sure things stay calm but nobody's got arrows drawn or anything like that this is definitely like a new situation for these guards uh given their nervousness um especially dealing with students but nobody looks like they're about to make any dumb moves chaos court throws a bolt of chaos into the crowd of students the critical failure seems fitting for doing that it really does what does a chaos bolt do please uh while he's doing that i'm gonna go to the front towards the student who's on the podium okay so you rolled a one Oh, wait, I see. Uh, go ahead and roll uh, 2d8 plus a d6. Okay, which one of those are you picking? You rolled a 7 and an 8. Oh my god, psychic damage is so relevant. 100% psychic damage. Okay, oh my god. Chris just started a riot. Um, I was like mainly kidding because I just like doing this, but now that we're doing this, I guess this is going to be fun. <laughs> Can I ask who, who you were initially targeting? The guards or the people? Uh, I saw the kid that was holding the clipboard earlier that I was All right. Well, you didn't hit him, but you hit somebody. <laughs> Court raises his hand and... No, I kind of I did like the lazy, like, flick my wand type move just out of my pocket. Okay. All right. So Court, like, makes a motion. Nothing, like, doesn't look like anything happened. Actually, make everyone make perception rolls, uh, visual perception, please. Valhoris, you notice that um, the air around court shimmers for a minute and then like this like shimmering effect moves into the crowd of people um where it parks itself in the very center of this churning crowd where a fight breaks out okay so okay. since it's psychic damage can i decide like what they all started chanting right beforehand yes yes you remember in tron number two Okay, so everyone's everyone was chanting Belgrun and then clapping their hands and or stomping their feet. 
Um, there's a bunch of people on stage now, and then suddenly people begin rushing the stage, and people uh, around the edges of this crowd start rushing the guards, and then all hell breaks loose. Arrows are flying and spells are being slung. The Commonwealth District devolves into a deadly riot. So I was uh, gonna run up to the front to try and get to the podium. I was gonna say, is there like some sort of like a uh, microphone system or something like that? Um, that you, you're getting the idea that they're probably using magic to amplify their voices, like thaumaturgy or something. That's what I was just gonna ask, does anybody have thaumaturgy? No, but I have disguised self. You disguise yourself as Belgrin and go up there and get <laughs> over this crowd. You need to do this. Grok playing as Belgrin. <laughs> on a meta level, that's just oh, entertaining. Dude, well, I'll hoist you up on my shoulders and take you up there. Okay, I think I'll do it. Alright. I cast Disguise Self and make myself look like Belgrin. Okay, and who can we back him up some way with magic? Well, you guys need to make sure no one gets too charisma? close to me. Yeah, and just yeah, like, I can roll some sweet charisma, dude. And as long as nobody gets too close or touches me. Yeah, which in this churning crowd, that might be hard. I can help. I think uh, you should uh, take up the front, and then I'll take a side, and uh, Court, you'll take a side since you caused all of this. Move our way to the front. Okay, and then as we move, I, uh, I'm i going to start putting my hands in the air trying to get people's attention. Be like, my people. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. That's terrible. It is I, Belgrim. I'm back. Okay, can I spot like the main dude that's causing most of the chaos? Like the loudest guy in the crowd? Oh hey, you know what else, uh, Chris? I need you to roll on your. You have to. You rolled a one on that spell. Okay, you are gonna have to roll on the the tides of chaos. Oh shit, that could oh, go real bad. Totally right. Oh. I forgot. Me of all people, I forgot that I'm normally on top of Randy all the time whenever he rolls a one or a twenty. Oh my god, I'm like afraid to say what happens. Well, now I need to know. The entire area is a haven for zombies. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. Oh my god, now we got zombies. So I'm going to interpret this as the center of the crowd where the spell hits. There's 86 people who have now turned into zombies and are devouring the students around them. So there is oh infinite chaos everywhere. Uh, okay. um, guards are screaming and uh, running around. They're trying to get other students out um, after the initial confusion of the outbreak of violence where many students were harmed and or killed. This just went a totally different direction than I was planning. The screaming erupts from the center of the crowd as so does a deafening kind of shrieking, warbling roar, kind of like... <gasps> And as you guys start to move closer towards the stage, you notice that there is a large group of uh, shambling. They, they, I mean, they look like students, but they are shambling and they are decayed and they are devouring other students. I am gonna still try and get other students' attention. I'm still trying to rally support. That's commitment. That's a politician right there. Yeah, I'm trying to rally support. It is I, Belgrim. Stay. 
We can kill these. Watch. Kill. Don't become a zombie. Keep your distance. Okay, I need you to roll performance and persuasion for me. I haven't gotten a single good roll. You get, you're able with your going, wait, fellows, stand fast. You get uh, quite a few people to like stop and look at you for a second. But then when you're like, we must fight, they go, oh, fuck this man. And they all just like scurry. Uh, the guards are moving in though. I say we get outside of this wall and keep the zombies from spreading to the rest of the town. Dude, we're level twos. I don't know if we can even control 86. Court, I want to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, zombies are only a one-fourth XP uh, challenge rating. See? We can do this, guys. Okay. okay, guys, if we do this and we kill these zombies, like, this will totally get Belgrin in office, though. That's okay. true. I don't know if you forgot. Belgrin might hey, be one of these. Aetha, I did. I was <laughs> yelling to watch. Everyone, we'll take care of this. You did say the guards were coming in, right? And I imagine some students are fighting. So I would imagine we don't have to fight all 86. I mean, you can definitely see, like, as soon as the screaming started, that more guards are streaming in from the practical district and also from the study district. So the Saban Seclusion Manor Cloister happens to be all fenced in, and that's where the rally was? Uh, the rally was on the outside of the fencing. Ah, dang it. I say we do this. We can get Belgrin in office. Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. I, I don't think we have to fight 86 zombies. I think we have to fight a representative number to make it easy enough for the guards, but we're not the only ones fighting. And Belgrin being seen fighting zombies, like Chris is saying, the guards are going to see it. Students are going to see it. I can't believe this happened. <laughs> I know. I feel so bad, but at the same time, like, if we pull this off, trying to make a map i'm gonna go get more wine be right back randy has to get drunk for this session that's my secret chris i'm always drunk during the sessions <laughs> you know what i just realized francesca only has known me as the person who ruins sessions she hasn't been in a session with us for like the past two years where i haven't ruined sessions. that's all you do chris that's all you do i'm literally yelling at my right now telling her that's all you do I'll have you know that in the past two years where I haven't ruined sessions. Like every single time, doing shit and causing havoc. can tell by the quality of this map that I was very ready for combat. The guards are taking care of one portion. Um, there's a couple of other students who rally and start fighting another section of zombies. Um, there's another group still that uh, runs uh, of zombies that shamble off toward the uh, the study district gates. Um, and there are eight of them that turn toward you. Okay, so what type of zombies are these? All right, everyone roll initiative. <laughs> My like, least favorite thing to do now is combat, and I caused combat. Get back to your starting place, you. You can't move forward. We're in initiative. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, crap. I've started something. Okay, the zombies eat you all and you die. Dang it! <laughs> I, I was way back here. That was, that was like... <laughs> stuff. That was like five attacks of opportunity there. Rolled them all. Uh, Valharis, we go to your turn. I am going to ready my extra special arrows. And we go to Yukon. All right, I'm going to move closer to him. Bonus action is going to be rage. Since I can't quite reach him with my great axe, I'm going to throw a javelin at this... 
one closest to me. Nine damage. Just because of how this is going and how many I have on here, I'm going to move all of the zombies' turns on there like at the same time. So this one that uh, has a javelin sticking out of its chest cavity is going to walk up to, uh, shamble up to a uh, Yukon. Okay, 15 hits. So he he like bumps up to you and the handle of the javelin that you just threw kind of pokes you in the snout and it hurts a little bit. Same thing. So that one runs up to you and uh, as it's like running, or not running, it's shambling towards you and his arms swing and it hits you in the shoulder and it kind of hurts a little bit. And then the third one shambles up to you, misses. It was nice knowing you. So uh, we move to Court's turn. Yukon has successfully kited the zombies to himself. Uh, at 10 does hit. Uh, just for reference, their armor class is 8. Students have armor on? They have the armor of knowledge. <laughs> and we go to Valhari's. I am going to run a little bit closer. And then I'm going to fire my first arrow at the very top one close Okay, to me. perfect. So go ahead and roll damage. Your arrow goes right through it. Um, and actually, go ahead and roll a second attack for me. Uh, so basically what happened was the arrow passed. When you fired, you always hit. Um, but it passed straight through your intended target, and you were able to hit the zombie behind it. Woo! All right, Yukon, show us what you got. Okay, I'll attack the guy attacked the first. All right, how do you how do you kill this zombie? You know, like any good zombie killer, you remove the head. I yell out, Belgrin took the first one's head off." Yeah. So then we do we go to Court's turn. So you yell that. Wow. Even a even a crit fail almost hits though. Does he have to roll the ten thousand again? Uh, yes, he does. Oh, son of a biscuit eater. Okay, this is not so bad. Oh nope, I read the wrong one. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I read 8688 first, which is um, everyone within 50 yards is wearing ostrich feathers in their hair. <laughs> I like that one. I do like that one. 8668 is everyone within 50 yards are smeared with a foul smelling gelatin. So I think um, just a bunch of like jello spews out of court for a, half a second and coats <laughs> everything. Get away from me, court! Seriously? Oh, that's what disgusting. The this is really gross, man. And it smells bad. God damn it. <laughs> disgusting. Uh, okay, so now the zombies are gonna go. I'm just gonna get them all up on you and then have them all roll attacks. Okay, so I think three of them hit you. So, yeah, um, Yukon, this hurts a little more as they start to actually grab onto your flesh and try tearing at you a little bit. How, how you doing? Not good. All right, we go to Valharis' turn. If I were to... It was like the invisibility thing. The potion of invisibility? Would that confuse them at all? Or no, because they're kind of like latched onto him. You, you want to throw it into the crowd of zombies? Like, would it do anything, though? Like, if you were able to grab it and drink it, would it get them away from him? Like, would they get confused and would he be able to get away? Why don't you throw it in there and find out what happened? Is that my full action? Yeah, you would be making a uh, ranged attack with a uh, improvised weapon. Because that's going to require you putting your bow uh, away enough to be able to throw it. What if I'm like Legolas, where I can do like multiple things while also well, wielding? I would throw it and then use that motion to draw an arrow and continue with hitting them. Okay, here's what I want you to do. 
I want you to roll a dexterity saving throw for me. Okay. It's not like a good skill for this, so I'm just going to use dex saving. Okay, I don't think that you can do that. I think you can throw the potion or you can knock and fire an arrow. Okay, I'm going to knock and fire an arrow, and I'm going for headshots. Is that working at all? Um, That would work if you, I think you would score a pretty direct one if you were to roll a crit on that. Um, I, I understand those are hit always arrows, but I think that center of mass is always the guaranteed route, right? So, okay. All right, we go to Grack. Cast healing word. Is that for me? Yeah, that's for you. And I'm out of healing, so... Thank you. Look at Belgrim's killing them all and healing people at the same time, guys. <laughs> all right, Yukon, it's your turn now. All right, I'm going to get out of the center of them, disengage, and move. Uh, okay, Court, it is your turn. I do want to point out you are in a building. Okay, so if I were to charm one of the zombies so it'll start eating its own, would that uh, work? I'm not. There's no resistances or immunities here on their sheet about that. So, yeah, you can absolutely do that. Wisdom save with advantage. Does a 19 pass your spell save? That was a cool idea, though. I'm going to uh, scream to the zombies, Hey, you guys, come in here. Come beat me. I'm so sweet and tasty. Roll performance for me. Ooh, nice. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say you get uh, this This whole group here, you get their attention. Um, I think this this lone soldier down here uh, probably doesn't, but that was a really good roll, so nice job. Is that it for your turn? Well, I guess I don't know if they're starting to advance on me because I was going to try to sneak out the back side of this building if that's possible. Uh, you can see you definitely got their attention, so you can start moving out. If you're going to roll stealth, though, that's going to be a bonus action. Do you have a bonus action left? I think you do. Okay, there's two of them that see you. The 18 and the 20 are the only... There's two, only two of them that actually see you, like, sneaking out, but they're all still shambling that direction, so... I'll, I'll just move back into the building on my next turn. If, or if they're going to go in that way, I guess I won't. The rest of them are entering the tavern or whatever building that I think we'll say a tavern now. Oh, man. It's Montaigne's tavern. All right, let's go to Greg's turn. I'm trying to determine if I should throw a firebolt at the building now to catch it on fire preemptively as they go in. Or if I would need to roll something to, like, figure that out. Because it, it, the whole building is not going to just instantly combust, you know? It's gonna yeah, it's it's like treated wood. So um, I would like you to roll a investigation check. With that investigation check, you are pretty sure that the tile floor is the best way to go. <laughs> it is a tavern, so we got plenty of flammable alcohol in there. Yeah, I don't think I was smart enough to think about that, though. As my bonus action or whatever, I am going to pull out a torch and my tinder box. We go to Quartz's turn. I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, come in here, guys. And I'm going to grab my hemp rope and tie the door shut on my side. The zombies continue to move into the building. Crack, you're going to need to lock them in from the other side. Well, I guess the question for you, Ace, is can I dash and throw or like let go uh unfortunately no because that is still it's even though it's an improvised weapon it's still an attack roll which is a full action how far can you throw it 20 feet i could definitely throw it in now okay so can i use my bonus action to light it since i already had it readied yes okay and then i am going to throw my torch and i presume 
the bars somewhere on this back wall and that is where i am aiming are you throwing it through a window yeah okay yeah yeah then you are correct there's a window there so go ahead and roll that attack um, i'm gonna say that works i'm gonna say you get it through that window i i think that maybe it takes a second for it to light which scares the zombies who will whine and start moving closer towards the door where court has just locked uh, tied up tied up and everything can i ask how many patrons are still in the bar <laughs> are there students in there still or i think when the dwarf running in and asking the zombies to chase him came he, they may have taken that as a cue to if not we didn't want those fuckers on our team anyway <laughs> some sacrifices have to be made i guess but <laughs> there's three people in the bar a uh, bartender and, and two waitresses um, I'm gonna yell, everybody out of the bar now. I got something else more important to do, though. I'm gonna use Mage Hand to close the door on Teal's side of the building. Or Grax's side of the building. So, <laughs> as you yell, everybody out, you're closing the door at the same time. You know what? I guess like, like that's a funny said, visual for me can, only, I guess, but... <laughs> I can wait till they're out of the building to, like, close it behind them. Uh, yeah, but they're gonna need their own turn in initiative because they're also gonna be taking attacks of opportunities from those zombies. Honestly, we didn't eat them anyways. Yeah, who cares? Whoever's running against Gavin and Belgrim, I'm gonna tell the crowd that he took them in there and left them. It's a little bad PR. I guess we'll roll for the people now. Hang on a second. There's three people. I'll just say that they're going now. Ooh, it looks like two died. Uh, I think they all died. I think there's a, a lot of screaming as the zombies devour the three patrons inside of the bar. Not, excuse me, the bartender and the two um, servers as they were running for the door. Uh, Court's mage hand shuts the door. Should have stayed at home. The zombies are starting to burn and they begin moving for the exit, uh, which has not been secured yet. So I threw it through a window here. Chris is at the door here, so there. that's the only door left, right? I also have a rope. The bar goes up in flames. Okay, well, I gotta, I gotta yell to the crowd my final thing. Oh my god, everyone, the Jarl left these three patrons in the bar. Belgren saved me, and he killed all the zombies. <laughs> I quietly tell all the zombies in the bar, has just been revoked. There's a, a loud shriek as the zombies begin to burn. It is joined in the air with uh, the many other zombies spreading out through the town. You're telling me those guards didn't do their job? There's a lot of zombies, dude. True. This cry goes up. The bar catches fire quite spectacularly. Montaigne's Tavern is burning to ash. There are some students and uh, other other people have come out from their homes to see what the commotion is about. There's some guards who stop, and you all kind of take a moment to just watch the flames as they rise uh, far above the the walls of the city. And as you watch watch the flames rise, one of the guards turns to Belgren. Well, excuse me, turns to Grack as Belgren and says, "Oh damn, you guys are a regular set of arsonists, huh?" This is your moment. This is how you get into office. Oh, Jesus. Gavin and I just got to do what we got to do to protect the city. Hey, he, I want, okay, wait. I, I want you to roll I don't wanna deception. Do oh, my gosh. I haven't rolled a single. Roll 20, you better give us a good one. Are you fucking kidding me? He goes, yeah, you and Gavin, Belgren. 
And uh, he starts to walk away. I don't think Charm Person would help us here because he would know he charmed him. As soon as it ends, he knows that you've he's been charmed. Yeah, but so I can talk and tell enough people in an hour what I believe okay. happened. Yeah. What's your spell save, DC? Uh, 13. He goes, what the hell's wrong with you guys? And he, he uh, grabs Grok's shoulder, which causes the illusion to fade. And he's like, what? Grok, what are you do? What are you doing? And you, Grok, you recognize this guy. He's a he's a tiefling. His name is uh, Chamek Guile. What the hell? What the hell? You torched the tavern and you're lying about being Belgrin? Didn't that guy like die or something? And he's just like, Are you really are just- you here for the zombies? Are you trying to help the zombies? We just killed a bunch of zombies, more than any of you guys did. We're here trying to save the town, and you're trying to argue about whether you like Belgrin and Gavin or not. Yeah. Let, okay. That's fine. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go talk to the Arl, and he uh, he runs off. And uh, I have to end it there. I'm like, I'm dying. <laughs> um, we're gonna end there for tonight. Yeah. As this man runs off time, towards the Arl's office. Get good rolls. <laughs> As he runs off, shake the fist at him. Really, all we have to do is get the crowd that is here on our side, and no, the Arl's not gonna be able to do anything. It's you really want. Belgrim to get elected, don't you? Dude, this is my He's dead. <laughs> this isn't an election, this is a coup, is what this is. I know. You guys, you guys, kind of you guys used bio-warfare to, like, make this thing happen. We just turned everyone into zombies, and then we tried to save them from zombies, and we killed a lot of you created, You created your own, <laughs> your own demand for protection. You guys are a freaking mafia. 